up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. I'm your host, virtual marketing coach and fellow creative soul, Miranda Rodriguez. In this podcast, you'll get expert marketing guidance that you can implement on your own, and you'll learn how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us for this special mini-series of the podcast where we're checking in with different businesses to see how they're handling our new reality. Today, I'm joined by Jenna Ward, one of my very best friends. Jenna is a preschool director in Virginia where the governor has asked child care facilities to remain open for children of essential personnel. And fun fact, Jenna and I were roommates in Virginia many, many moons ago, and since then, I've remained best friends. Thank you so much for being here, Jenna. Thank you for having me. So we'll just dive right in today. Um, I know you're on, we're on a limited time schedule. Everybody's busy. So what is the biggest shift you've had to make in your role as a preschool director right now? So there's been a lot of flexibility that's been needed um, this past wow, it's hard to believe it's been a month and a half now, um, it's starting to settle into these things. But um, a lot of our operations have shifted to be digital and online. We have children as young as six weeks old, so obviously it's hard to provide content that they can interact with at home. So a lot of it is guidance for the parents on things that we're asking them to do, milestones that they can meet with their kids, um, different lessons and activities that they can provide while at home. And then the operations of the school itself are very different. We are open right now only, like you said, for children of essential personnel. We're trying to support our community in that way and make sure that we can be there for those parents that need to go to work and need to be out there um, helping others. So we have very few teachers in the building at a time, very few students, but we're trying to operate it as normally as possible for them while still following all the guidelines that have been outlined for us. And how is your community responding? And that could be within the school or just like in general? That's a great question. So I think it was very challenging at first, honestly. Um, I think that early childcare was kind of overlooked both on a national and a state level as far as getting guidance. We were kind of trying to figure it out on our own for the first few weeks. Um, luckily, the state has since joint forces with the Department of Education and DSS have come together to create guidelines for us that tell us kind of exactly how we should be operating, how we should be screening personnel and, and students, how we should be operating within a classroom to keep everybody safe. But those first few weeks were really tough. Um, outside of that, I think that our community as a school has been great. We have actually 12 schools that are throughout the country. And so we've really kind of tried to come together and brainstorm and make things work um, as a team rather than each individual school operating separately. Yeah, I think that's great to come together to communicate right now is super important because things are changing so quickly. So communicating with the team and doing little things. I know you guys are um, doing lots of little things within the school to make sure people feel taken care of, which is a great segue to the next question. So how are you taking care of yourself right now? I know you're working long hours. You're still going into work. What does that look like? So for me, um, I think that showing gratitude to others is what really makes me feel good. That's always kind of been the case. That's how I feel um, really fulfilled. So one of the things I've been doing is painting watercolor cards for my coworkers. 
can see my fancy art. Oh my God, they're so cute. Being on little cards and stuff. And so painting those and then writing like heartfelt messages to the staff really makes me feel good. And then I've also just been kind of painting some for myself as well. Um, I'm not an artist, but it's kind of an outlet to get to do something outside of my comfort zone in a time where nothing really feels comfortable. <laughs> um, to kind of push myself to do something like that has, has felt really good. Um, so I've been trying to take care of myself in that way. And we've been really encouraging our staff to take care of themselves as well. One thing that we implemented is each work week we give the staff members two hours of self-care time that is paid. And all that we ask is that during that time they do something outside of what they would normally find time to do to take care of themselves. And right. then we ask them to let us know what that is so that we can share those ideas with others. So we have staff members that are listening to Brene Brown on audiobook or telling us that they went for a long walk or that they made a new recipe for their family. And I think we're really trying to put that focus on, it's not just about physical health right now. It's, if not even more important, is the mental health and taking care of ourselves. Absolutely. That is, that's the key factor here, especially for people still going to work. And I think this is the 17th episode I've recorded and gratitude keeps coming up, whether you're doing it like personally, just gratitude, gratitude for your day to day or like showing gratitude to the local businesses or in your case, your team and your staff and yourself. And I think um, that's a really important practice. And hopefully that's something that sticks around once we're free again, if that ever happens. I hope so too. I think it's something I've really loved is how, you know, anytime there is a, a catastrophe or a crisis, people really come together. And yeah. um, I got a call about a week ago and it was from one of the local schools who previously would have been seen as a competitor. Um, they're calling to say, Hey, I see that you guys have been open. Um, can we talk? Like, what are you doing? How are you making it work? What are the practices you've put into place? And I spent like 30 minutes on the phone with them. Like this is not a time to try to have a leg up on anybody. This right. is the time to kind of collaborate and share best practices. So I walked them through um, exactly how we're doing our screening procedures, what we're doing in the classroom, I talked to them about how we have a set staff member called a runner whose sole job is disinfecting the school at all times. Um, and then going around and helping to make sure the parents are dropping off of the porch rather than coming into the building and then they walk the kids in. So we have these systems in place and it's been really cool to shift from a mindset of, you know, we got to get the enrollment and things like that. And to be able to say, look, us as we as a community, all the schools together, we've got to figure out what works best and, and share those ideas to make it make it go smoothly. Exactly. And community is another word that's coming up over and over again, because the communities are really coming together to support their local businesses, to support those in need, to support those still going to work or who can't leave their house. And so I think you guys are a great example of that. And I know we talked earlier this month, um, on a, a networking thing, and you had mentioned that the businesses that survive uh, after this will be the ones who have led with heart versus their like business sense. You know, you're no longer going into meetings. Obviously, you have. It's important to talk about a strategy and a process, um, but it's coming from a place of gratitude and care and support and love for the, the children there and the team. Um, so do you foresee these changes, maybe more than the gratitude, but like the two hours of self-care, some things like that sticking around in the future? Yeah, I think that's a great question. I think it's gonna change a lot of things for all of us. I think the way we view kind yeah. of operations is going to have to shift and that, you know, it, maybe it's the time for some things to shift. So um, it's hard to say exactly what we'll be able to keep in place and what we'll be able to implement. But I think the idea that we, 
we want to work as a community, the idea that we want to constantly show that gratitude. Um, one of the reasons I love early childhood is that uh, the reason that these people are in this is already for such a great reason. Like no one goes into early childhood education for the prestige or the huge paycheck. Everyone's in it because they truly love the kids. And now is a time that I'm seeing that more than ever. And I'm so grateful for the teachers um, and that they're here to kind of guide the kids through this time where we as adults are having trouble processing it. Kids are having even more difficulty figuring out what's going on. So I think we're really trying to make sure that we we can make it through this and take with us the, the positives that we gain from Absolutely. And I would like to say on behalf of parents and step parents and anyone caring for a child anywhere, we are so grateful for you guys and all of the teachers out there. I think people are really realizing, you know, what it takes to just to be with a child for that many hours in a day, let them, you know, educate them and mold them into um, a great human. And of course, parents are responsible for that outside of school, but it's entirely different when um, the kids are not being shipped off to school every day and you're having to do that at home and work and whatever else. Um, so thank you guys and to all the teachers out there. We really, really appreciate you now more than ever before. And I hope that that's something that sticks around um, after this as well. So the last question today is how can we support you and how can we support your team or teachers or anyone in the industry right now? I think it's one of the biggest things is just kind of recognizing how essential childcare is. I don't think it's something that was really thought of before. It's kind of taken for granted. Oh, I drop my child off here and then I go to work and I do this. But realizing that the economy cannot operate without childcare. Um, and so just even thanking a childcare worker or yeah. even recognizing that they are an essential business. I hope that if something like this were to ever happen again, it doesn't take weeks to kind of get that guidance and figure out what exactly we should be doing, that it's immediately recognized, oh, these are essential personnel. How can we support them? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's something we've all kind of learned through this, but I hope that that, that continues as well. I agree. I hope it continues. And I think, I hope that people continue thanking teachers after this. Like you don't have to wait for the beginning of the year, the end of the year, or a teacher holiday specifically to just send a note or even just a text to say like, you know, I see you, I appreciate you, thank you. And I, I think that's everybody's takeaway from this. Go thank a teacher, please. Yeah. And it's good timing, actually, because some places are having Teacher Appreciation Week next week. That's our Teacher Appreciation Week. Um, so it's a great time to reach out to your child's teacher or any teachers you know and just say thank you for what you do. Our teachers put in a lot of work and a lot of hours, and they truly care about the kids. So Absolutely. And I think this has been hard on them because they do love the kids. And so to not have that classroom full of kiddos anymore is is challenging when that's something that's a, a job that's driven by passion, I think, for the children. And so um, check on your teacher friends as well and tell them thank you. Well, Jenna, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate you taking the time and thank you to you and the team for all you guys are doing right now. Thank you for having me.